For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Tremont, gonna head to the basket, throws it up at the horn, it's good! 1.1 to go! Arkansas is going to win the game. A&M threw it in. The ball went out of bounds, and the Hogs win it. The Hogs win the ball game. What a finish, 78-77. to Tremont Mark with a basket. What a finish. Texas A&M's a really good team. I think this is a confidence builder. I think that our ball club needed some confidence. I think that our team needed to get a little swagger back. We had signs all over the locker room to walk in with the swag that we had against Duke that the season is still very, very young. And we look like a team that had confidence. Both teams played super hard, but I thought our effort was phenomenal. thought our execution on both ends, we did not have to go to the zone, played straight man the whole game. We did an incredible job on Radford. He went two for 15. We took away a lot of threes tonight. I mean, really, other than Taylor, the three ball for, for A&M was, was not there look you're not going to stop two stars and tonight we did a great job on Radford and like I said I don't know if I've coached too many games in college where a player's taken 32 FGAs man what a ball game last night at Bud Walton Arena I mean that was a marathon two hours and 40 minutes worth of basketball I think everybody was tired when it was over Fortunately for the Razorbacks, they had one last basket from Tremont Mark in them, and they came away with that win over Texas A&M. I mean, that was as close to a must-win as you can have this early in conference play. It was a marathon. There were an enormous number of fouls called, 50 between the two teams, 73 free throws between the two teams. That's part of the reason it lasted so long, that and all the reviews. And by the end of it, seemingly it came down to a man-on-man battle between Tremont Mark and Wade Taylor. Mark had 35. Taylor had 41. He had his final three-pointer with 7.8 seconds to play to give A&M a one-point lead, their first lead of the ballgame. 77-76. Fortunately for the Razorbacks, Mark was unfazed. Coach drew up a play in the huddle. He told me to go get it, and... Go do what I just did. So that's that's kind of what that was. And I'm glad he had full confidence in me, and I had full confidence in myself. And my teammates were behind my back on that play. So we, I'm glad we were able to get our first SEC win. Luckily, we were able to get organized because we were out of timeouts. And, and we were able to set up a little bit of a press break, even though they kind of matched up, you know, straight man. There was, there was no press as there had been, so to speak. And I thought that you know, we, I mean, we got the ball in the hands of, of who we needed to tonight because T-Mark was was playing with such great confidence. And then we just spaced out. We had Davenport in one corner 
we had L. Ellis in the other corner. We had, you know, TB trailing as the inbounder. And then we had uh, Minifield on the 45-degree angle on the left side and just said, there's no way we're taking a three. Like, we've got to go to the cup or at least get inside of that, you know, 12, 14-foot range, really. See, I think what he said at the very beginning, he being much at the very beginning of his cut, was really telling. He first brought this up on the post-game radio show, and I didn't think that much about it, to be honest. I mean, I thought a little bit about it. But then he commented on it later, and you just heard it there. That allowed Arkansas to really decide what they wanted to do. It allowed everyone to calm their nerves a little bit because they did not have a timeout. I'm going to assume on the other end that Buzz Williams had been told by one of his assistants, Arkansas does not have any timeouts. I'm assuming he knew that. But his desire to set the defense overrode the knowledge that Arkansas didn't have any timeouts left, and by calling that timeout, he would give Arkansas time to to set something up. Now, it was not in 7.8 seconds. I mean, it's not like you're, you know, drawing up two or three back screens, we're going to free somebody over here, and, you know, he's going to pop out and hit a jump shot. I mean, you're getting the ball in the hands of your hottest hand, and you're telling him to go win the ball game for you. And that's basically what happened as Tremont Mark went down and hit that shot. But it was a much, much needed win. Arkansas won in three in conference play now. I jotted down a few notes uh, when it was over in, in, in no random order. A little bit more about Tremont Mark. 17 of 22 free throws. It's the most free throws attempted in an SEC game by a Razorback since Corliss all the way back in 1995. He, uh, in fact, went 17 of 22 in a game against Ole Miss that year. Mark played 40 minutes. You know, you think about a guy that's 17 for 22 at the free throw line, playing 40 minutes, and all the clutch free throws that he made down the stretch. See, I thought fatigue was a factor for A&M ever so slightly, not necessarily with Wade Taylor, but they missed their last five free throw attempts in the ballgame and teams miss free throws down the stretch generally when wear and tear sets in, whether it be physical fatigue, whether it be the emotional fatigue of playing on the road. It's just different the last three or four minutes of the ball game. I thought it was different for Texas A&M at the end of the ball game when they went to the foul line. And I thought Mark, you know, part of it is playing at home. Part of it is being able to taste the finish line in front of your own people. But he never seemed to be fatigued at all in the game. And clearly, he was the difference. I think, I don't know this, but I think if Arkansas continues to turn this thing around, if they can beat South Carolina on Saturday and get to two and three, I think Mark is the one who's about to emerge as the alpha dog of this team. Maybe he already has. But I think it has to be him. And I think the others will follow. And frankly, I think that perhaps some of the guys that we thought were going to be the leaders are in fact going to follow Mark. Because at the end of last night's game, when they had to win, when one could argue that the balance of the season is hanging in the outcome or hanging on the outcome of that game, there was never any question 
about who was going to get the basketball. It was not going to be Trevin Brazil. It was not going to be Devo. It was, unless everything broke down, it wasn't going to be somebody like Davenport. It was going to be Tremont Mark. He was going to be the guy. I think he's ready for that role. He has to be ready for that role. If the Razorbacks are going to make a legitimate run during the, ma- the remainder of January and on through February, Forget about March. If you're not good for the next six weeks, March won't matter. I think if Arkansas is going to be that type team, it's got to be Tremont Mark. And I think he's perhaps ready for that role. You look at when he was at Houston. He was a good player on a good team, maybe a great player on a great team. He started for Houston. They were you know, ranked top five. But he wasn't the man. He was one of several men. You know, in Arkansas, the charge is going to be different. I think we've come to realize now that, you know, maybe some of the things we expected from the other guys, we're just not going to get. We're just not going to get. Full of potential, but may not get there. It's going to have to be Mark, I think, that that carries the load the rest of the way. And, again, he seems like a guy that's going to be able to do that. I would be remiss if I did not mention Al Ellis. This guy's been hanging by a thread more than once this year. You know, he hadn't scored in an SEC game coming into the game last night. He scores 15 points, matches his career high with six rebounds, had two assists in the game. He went eight of eight at the free throw line. You think about that, between Ellis and Mark, 25 of 30. Team went 31 of 40. So... You know, you can look at the numbers for those two guys. One more thing as I ramble on here about this basketball team. Last night was really the first time that I thought they began to play like they understood who they were. So follow me on this. This is not going to be, for example, a great offensive rebounding team. It's not even going to be a good offensive rebounding team. They had three offensive rebounds last night. Two of them were team rebounds. Team offensive rebounds. Ball went out of bounds. Referee gave it to Arkansas. In terms of an individual actually grabbing an offensive rebound, it only happened once in the entire game, and that was Devo. So it's not going to be a great offensive rebounding team. They were okay at the three-point line last night, 7 of 19. Good enough to win, obviously, but not good enough to set the world on fire. Just under 37%. You know, they're not a high-volume steal team. You know, they had one steal in the game last night. One steal. You know, you think about the history of Razorback basketball, the idea that a Razorback team, any Razorback team, would just have one steal. I mean, that, you know, that's just not one of those, that's just not one of those things you think about. Now, they will block shots. They had nine more last night. They're top five nationally in block shots. They give, up a lot of, uh, they give up a lot of dribble drives. So there are plenty of chances to block shots. You ought to have a lot. My point is, is that I think last night they played as though they were a team that understood their last best chance to salvage this thing for better or worse is to get to the free throw line. Arkansas shot 39% field goal last night. That's right about where they've been in conference play. But they went to the foul line, and they made 31 free throws in 40 tries. A&M shot their share as well. They were 23 of 33. That's plus eight. You win by one. If you don't have an advantage like that, you don't win. 
That's what they're going to have to do. You know, I had hoped that at some point this season there would be some real consistency offensively. And in the first half of this ballgame, there was. I mean, they shot 54%. There were plenty of assists. And in the second half, they shot about 25%. And there were virtually no assists. And it was Tremont Mark against the world. But again, I think last night they played like a team who understood their shortcomings and understood what they had to do to win. Get to the foul line, get the ball to Tremont Mark. That's probably going to be the recipe the rest of the way. Hey, if you're shopping for a home or if you're trying to sell your home, let me recommend Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, to you. I've talked about my experience with them as a buyer and a seller multiple times. And, you know, we all hit the buying and selling stage, sometimes at different stages of our lives. Sometimes the economy's different now than it was the last time, or the housing market looks different today than it did the last time you found yourself in this spot. The thing about partnering with an agent from Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Companies, number one, you're going to get the best train in the business. And part of that training is always going to include understanding the market where you live. Sometimes that's block by block. Sometimes it's street by street. You got to know builders. You got to understand lending companies, title companies, those who can handle the inspection. Full knowledge, a full scope is required in this day and age. And that's what you always get with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson, Missouri now. You're going to see their yellow signs all over town, and you can log on to WeikerGriffin.com. Give me them halls with mustard, Chuck. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, as we welcome you back, I rambled on a good bit a moment ago, so I'll get right to the SEC stuff, the remainder of the Southeastern Conference. Georgia beat South Carolina last night in Columbia. South Carolina had the lead, looked like they were going to win. Georgia came back, won the ball game. So South Carolina is going to come to Fayetteville on the heels of a home loss. So there's a lot of pressure on them to play well. Alabama beat Missouri by 18. Tennessee rained on Florida's parade. I mean, the Volunteers were dominant last night at uh, Thompson Bowling Arena. They beat Florida by 19. Dalton Connect. He's going to be the player of the year in the SEC. None of us heard of this guy before the season began. Be honest. How many people had Dalton Connect on their bingo card for SEC player of the year? It's a transfer from Northern Colorado. He scored 39 last night. It was going to be the night of nights in the SEC until Taylor scored 41 or Mark scored 35. But Connect is really good. We'll get a chance to see him at Bud Walton Arena coming up. All right, there's SEC basketball tonight. There are three more games on tap. Kentucky's at home against Mississippi State. Ole Miss is at LSU. Auburn plays at Vanderbilt. 
you can see the latest odds and all the info on those games at the Betts Harrison app. If you've not downloaded it, you need to do so today. You'll find out very quickly why it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. It really is Vegas, Arkansas style. You'll have an opportunity to bet on the Arkansas teams, bet on the Razorbacks, make wagers on particular players, matchups, exotic bets, in-game wagers, parlays. It's all there at the Bet Saracen app. Now, I know there are Vegas odds, but I know if you're going to play them legally, you got to be in Vegas. And I know that there are laws in our state that keep a lot of those national betting apps from operating in our state. So if you want to be the most informed and if you want to be the most prepared, you need to download the Bet Saracen app. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready to go with the Bet Saracen app. Give me the hogs, Chuck! Since we spoke last on the Monday edition, Tampa Bay has earned an, an advancement into the NFL playoffs, as did the Buffalo Bills. They were winners on Monday, and then Tampa Bay won on Monday night. So, the playoffs look like this as we move toward the weekend, and we'll talk more about it on the Friday edition. But uh, Baltimore is going to be at home against the Texans. Baltimore has been installed as a nine-point favorite, according to the Bet Saracen app. It's Saturday night on Fox in San Francisco. The Niners host the Packers. San Francisco is a nine-point favorite, according to the Bet Saracen app. And then two more games on Sunday. Tampa Bay goes to Detroit. Detroit's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The Chiefs and the Bills. They're going to have another playoff battle. This time, though, it's going to be in Buffalo. Patrick Mahomes has got to go on the road. The Bills have been installed as a three-point favorite, according to the Bet Saracen Act. All right, that's a lot of talking for today. Hogs sure had fun last night. It was good to see them win. They're one and three in conference play, ten and seven overall. Still on the outside looking in, trying to get back into that postseason picture. They need to beat South Carolina on Saturday. It's going to be a noon tip. We'll talk about it when we visit with Matt Jones on Friday. Until then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.